You're listening to The Hero of the Story, presented by The Gospel Project. The Hero of the Story helps you study and teach the story of redemption from all Scripture. Now join your hosts, Aaron Armstrong and Brian Dembozik. Hey everybody, welcome to today's episode of The Hero of the Story. I'm Aaron, and with me of course is Brian. Brian, hey, how you doing? I'm doing well. We are gearing up for Christmas. It's coming up quick. It is coming up real quick. And you know, by the time you're listening to this, by now... It's actually likely that the decorations are up in my house, that my that there's possibly music playing, that there's our teeny tiny tree up, and, and all that good stuff. You're one week a year, you give your family, you Grinch. You know, it, my heart grows three sizes <laughs> during the week, and then it goes back down to its normal size. Exactly. I should probably see a doctor about that, but... <laughs> so just to be clear... Um, <laughs> What, what we're talking about here is Aaron, he, he believes in putting his Christmas decorations and playing Christmas music up pretty pretty late. Compared to, compared to some. That's compared true. to most. Okay. So, see, okay, I'm sorry. See, I'm a Thanksgiving I Day guy. I'm, I, you know, the day that I think it's right and fitting to begin decorating and listening to Christmas music is Thanksgiving Day itself. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, perhaps the day after many would argue. Mm-hmm. And then I would say they have to come down by January 1. Yeah. So I've got a, a, yeah. a month or so window. You have like a week. Oh, come on. It's two weeks. Let's just be fair. But um, but but we here's where we agree. We agree on the takedown day. It's got to be. It's down like New Year's Eve. Yeah. And we're done. Everything is back in our closet. We live in an apartment, so we don't have a lot of space for a big tree or anything like that. Um and so, and so we don't do that. But, you know, I, and I would agree, there's no, that I don't, th- I, I'm not of the persuasion that, that Christmas decorations and Christmas music should really be, be out before Thanksgiving. I know some people disagree. I know there's a pastor friend of ours who we used to work with that he listens to it in August. Trevin listens right. to it all year round because right. he's wrong. And um, <laughs> um, but you know the the approach that we take in my house, it's a good approach, and I'll tell you why. It's a good approach because what happens in that time frame is that we get maximum enjoyment in a small period of time and no and there's not enough time to have to worry about dusting <laughs> there you go it's an entirely pragmatic and maximal enjoyment the worship of the birth of our lord and savior jesus christ comes down to dusting <laughs> but, uh, that's look, what i heard you know <laughs> see now I'm a you big, know, that's see, fair. my kids like to listen to Christmas music a lot so they've been listening yeah. to it for months driving me nuts and I think they do it in part because they know it drives me nuts absolutely so but, have you grounded them yet I'm, I'm trying but then okay. my wife intercedes oh okay um, I, but I'm a big thing I'm a big fan on hey you can put the decorations up on Thanksgiving or the day after usually my wife and kids put them up on Thanksgiving day because I'm doing all the cooking sure that's what gives them something to do keeps them out of the kitchen uh, but really for me Christmas music I don't really start feeling it until December 1 sure and December 26 I'm kind of done with the music as well yeah I mean, totally. It's like it totally. builds up to Christmas and then it's yeah. just like a letdown the decorations being up for a little while I'm okay with yeah but I that's when I turn back on other kinds of music myself that's true that you know and I'm kind of the same way like Christmas Day there'll be a lot of like 
Christmas Day, it's all about the Christmas mm-hmm. music at our place. And ideally, all about the good stuff, too. So, um, you know, Little Run DMC. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to get in trouble for that one, aren't I? But uh, <laughs> I'm not saying anything. Hey, that's a good segue, though, to talk about the topic that of, is, of that this is podcast. A, that is a great way to segue. Because we want to talk about growing, you know, our growing spiritually, growing spiritually in the new year. The new and year. so that Which is, has nothing to do with Run DMC. Doesn't it, though? No, it probably doesn't. Um, but the here's what uh, here's what we mean by that at the at after as. You know, as the year winds down, a lot of us are doing things like we're thinking about. We're doing. We're often taking taking stock of the year that was yeah. or is about to be completed, and thinking through. Okay, what um, you know, what could I have done differently? What do I want to do differently next year? And 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 there there's um, there's a real help in that in a lot yeah. of ways because I mean we may see that it's like you know what I. I can see that I really struggled with, like when I really stop and look, that's like I struggled with um, in my prayer life. I I wanted to read the Bible um, in its entirety this year, and I made it to Leviticus. I wanted to I wanted to be more consistent in my in my prayer life. I wanted to be more generous. I wanted to whatever that kind of thing. And one of the things that we can do in that is is we can um, we can stop and look only at those actions yeah and we can just start beating our beating ourselves up and um and looking at our looking at our faith at, from that transactional perspective that um that leads us into so much trouble yeah and so what we want to do is we we it is of course good that we that we pursue um that we pursue spiritual health, that we pursue spiritual disciplines, all of these habits and, yeah. and habits and that we develop these things. And we do want to encourage that um, by sharing some of what we do and are going to do yeah. this year, uh, this coming year. Um, but we maybe need to take a step back from that first and, and talk about the why behind behind yeah. why we do that. I think that's really important because, you know, you mentioned reading through the Bible in a year. I'm, I'm completing a plan right now of doing that, a chronological reading plan. Mm-hmm. But I have to admit, I'm completing it now just to complete it. Right. So what began in the year with the intention of drinking in God's word on a daily basis has changed to become, well, I just need to finish it to finish it. Because what happens is I, I'm not able to read it every day. Well, I shouldn't say that. I do not read it every day. I'm able to. I do not. And I so I fall behind and I'll speed read mm-hmm. a week's worth that I've missed to catch back up. And I'm not really feasting on it. I'm just reading the words. I'm yeah. getting to do it, to check it off my mental. Well, it's beneficial. Anytime you read God's word is beneficial, of course. Of course. But this is missing the heart behind this. I, I'm, God is not saying, Brian, I'm really pleased with you because you're reading those words. Um, and so here, this is a case where it has morphed in my life. Um, and this is what I think we need to be careful of. This is, this is the cliche of the, the gym membership. Um, we know the story. In January, health clubs and gyms are going to be packed. Mm-hmm. In January. Yep. In February, which they'll is... Be, they'll be... They'll be empty. Yep. 
And, like then, you, and then all the gym rats will be right back in there exactly. where they normally because are. We all make that decision. Hey, we we have in mind I, the behavior or the expected goal. I want to be healthy. I want to be in shape or whatever. I want to lose 20 pounds. And we get all excited about that. But then life gets busy. And if our motivation is not grounded into something deeper than that, it's easy to cast it aside and say, well, it's not worth it. I, I'm not you know, I'm too, I, I, other things I'd like rather do. It's too hard or whatever. And we put up, this is the, read through the Bible. You mentioned Leviticus. Mm-hmm. You have the best of intentions, start reading through Genesis. And then you get to Leviticus and it's like, wow, this is, this is a little bit harder reading. And it's, it's easy to set it aside because we don't have it anchored on something more concrete, something more stable. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and that is, that really is is the the difficulty of it all, isn't it? Um, what we where we want to always get back to is is thinking about the purpose of, of why we want mm-hmm. when we're when we're pursuing spiritual disciplines when we're making plans in the in the in the new year. So often we just focus on that end result. What is the thing we want yep. to accomplish? Um, you know, in in business speak for for a second there. Um, we can we can think about the uh, what some might call the lag measure, yeah. um, which is th- which is that end result. So I want to get through the Bible in a year. Um, I want to I want to do X Y Z, but they don't think about the why behind it. But they also don't think about the how they're going yeah. to get there. And so, or they do, but they set themselves an unrealistic yeah. um, goal. And, and again, in that business speak of, of what would be a lead, a lead measure. So how, what is that indicator that you're making progress toward that goal? So, um, so for, for many of us, if, if, if you've literally never read through the whole Bible in a year, um, Maybe don't start. Maybe you don't have yeah. to start there. Maybe your goal is is to start smaller and say, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna work through um, a book yeah. <laughs> in a month, or um, or, or might be in the middle of the, the New Testament, or the New Testament yeah. in a year, or the Old Testament in a year, or or something like that. And you know, or I mean, if you're if you really struggle, you know, maybe it's I'm gonna get through third john in a year exactly <laughs> and um you know and and that's you know i think you can get through that in probably like two to three minutes but and but that's okay um that but look at look at how look at the how in terms of what's attainable yeah and, and i think also this you know this is a good example i, I you, you can tell me what you think about this mm-hmm. i'm gonna make this statement as i'm still thinking about it I, I don't know if reading through the bible should ever be the lag measure Right. I think that's a lead measure. We're yeah. reading the Bible for a different reason, not just to say we've done it. And again, that's what I fall into the trap. Sure. It's now has become a lag measure for Absolutely. me. Absolutely. Am I going to finish this plan or not? Yeah. No, reading the Bible, reading God's word is a lead measure. We do that so we love Christ more, so that we see the beauty of who God is and his plan of redemption more, and it changes us. Absolutely. So that that's kind of the thing is as we think about this is why are we doing what we're doing? What's what's the desired outcome? Mm-hmm. And again, trying to push back and fight against letting what should be lead measures become lag measures. Right. Exactly. And and I, I'm I pray every day. Yeah. And then it becomes all right. I'm just spending five minutes just staring at the ceiling. Right. But I'm going to pray. Right. But why? But why? That why? I turned into a yeah. lag measure. Exactly. And it's and so it's. I want to read the Bible every day because and it doesn't like 
really to some degree, it doesn't matter how much. No. Um, God can work powerfully in your life through one verse, just as powerfully as when you read an entire book in a day. So those two things are not in conflict. One it, one does not make you grow yeah. more spiritually or, or grow more godly than the other. It's how is God at work in it in that experience for you, and and that's a and how is he how is he speaking to you and transforming you through his word. And if you do um, have that posture, mm-hmm. and I know you're not suggesting this, but I just want to state it clearly. Yeah. If you do have that posture, the more you read, it will change you more. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, just, absolutely. I, I know what you meant. I just wanted to be clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally, totally, totally. I'm not saying like, yeah, yeah. Just read one verse. Anyway. And that's all you need to do. I know you weren't saying that. I just wanted to be clear. No, I'm. It's just performancism, fighting against that. Don't worry about that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, but in the in the same way that it's like praying for praying eloquently for an hour or two every day does not necessarily make you more no. uh, more holy or more pleasing. One one sigh can often be enough. Exactly. Yeah. And so that's a huge thing, you know. Right and there. this is why what I'm what I'm doing for 2019. So again, as I said, I my reading plan through 2018 was uh, this chronological plan. Um, in 2019, because I've looked at this and I, I realized this a few months ago, mm-hmm. I said, "Man, this has changed. This is not what in, in I intended." And so in 2019, what I'm going to do is I'm going to pick 12 books of the mm. Bible that I want to feast on more. Yeah. Uh, you and I, in a different conversation, you mentioned you know, connecting with what your pastor is going to be preaching through. And I'm going to yeah. probably talk to my pastor and, and find out, hey, what, what's our plan? Um, mm-hmm. And maybe try to, to choose those books so I can be living in them. But one book a month and just dive into it more deeply and not have to worry about completing word counts or whatever yeah. but just say I want to read this book as many times as I can mm-hmm. uh, and some days it may be the whole book in a day it may be reading a verse or two a day but just let God speak to me through his revealed word in one book a month and so by the end of the year my my hope is after 2019 concludes I would have lived beautifully in 12 books of scripture mm-hmm. absolutely and i think that's i think that's a wonderful way to do it because um when you when you take the time to just saturate yourself in in a book and um and brian of course i'm assuming that one of like with with those 12 um are some of them going to be some of the shorter books yeah well you know amos for example mm-hmm. i really that, that may be one yeah. i don't know if i'll go down to three john or something like that yeah. but uh, <laughs> maybe but, two maybe, maybe two, two. <laughs> uh, but yeah I, i'm not worried about the quantity yeah. of yeah. the word count it's, necessarily it's, it's the quality of the it, time in it, those books exactly yeah and, and so it may be some longer ones genesis may be in there mm-hmm. that's that's a good size one absolutely there, there may be some shorter ones yeah well and the beauty of doing that the beauty of spending that intentional time in just like say a book a month is that it's it's a really powerful way to see God shape you and and yeah. for you to be mastered by the text. Yeah. Um, too often when we come to the Bible, we we come to it with this perspective of we need to really we need to master the text. We need to under like we need to fully understand it. We need to do all this kinds of all these things that ultimately we we know are actually impossible because God's word is unfathomable in its you know yeah. in its richness and depth and and we can never get to all of what's there we cannot exhaust a single word in scripture exactly 
and there's always going to be something new because every time we come to it, um, like literally I had earlier this, earlier this year, I don't even remember where it was now, but, um, there was a passage of, there was there was a passage of scripture that I noticed this just this one little thing and I'd never seen it before. I'd read it multiple times over the last 13 years and then this year I read it and I saw it for the first this this yep. new facet that was there. But it had always been there. I just didn't recognize it because I didn't know Apparently, the Holy Spirit did not did not feel I needed to notice it until now. Um, now, if only I could remember which one it exactly. was at this point. So, um, so shame on me. <laughs> shame, 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 shame. Gospel centered shame. Is that no? That's, no, not, that's right. not right. That's not right. So, um, also, so none of that in the new year too. <laughs> but um, so when I look at um, so when I look at when I look at the new year, one of the things that um, that I always that I always try to do is I take stock of of a year. Is is I ask the question: Am I am I healthier yeah. from a spiritual perspective than I was the year before? And so by that, what I don't mean is is you know have I hit you know, have I accomplished X, Y, Z goals and thus I'm therefore, um, more spirit, more spiritually help, healthy, more yeah. whatever. Um, you know, some, you know, some folks will look at it as, you know, am I like, did I, did I lead, you know, five people to Christ this year? And, you know, actually from, from my point of view, very unhealthy approaches, um, to, two things that are, are good and wonderful worshipful acts where you put a number on it and and say if you don't do this then you're not yeah. um we should always be sharing our faith with people all the time so don't hear me not saying well what yeah, i'm and, not saying <laughs> I, I would take i would take a probably a little bit slightly different approach on that i would say mm -hmm. to, to suggest hey i want to have share my or uh, i think you just said share the, or lead five people to christ we can't lead anyone to Christ. Sure. And so I think it's foolish to set that up. But I think for some time, case, there may be a point of somebody saying, I want to have at least five opportunities to share my faith. Right. And, and but that's, yeah. and that's a, that's a different thing. Yeah, that's a yeah. different, that's a different so approach to quantify entirely. that. I think some people are wired that way. Yeah. Um, some people, I think, I don't think it's, it, it's across the board. I think some people, yeah. that'd be the wrong thing to do. I think mm -hmm. some people that could there could be a place of, of putting a number on that, but again, sure. I still think we have to get the heart behind it. Sure. And so, my point in saying all that is, is really just to say that when I when I talk about spiritual health um, in a in a given year, is to to not look at those those hard those hard things. It's more of a subjective yeah. thing. Yeah. So it's yeah, more what is like, am I evidencing? the the things that I cannot accomplish on my own so the fruit of the spirit yeah. so am I am I be am is the Holy Spirit growing in me an increased sense of joy and love and peace and patience yeah. kindness goodness self-control um, all of, all these kinds of things am I am I increasingly looking like someone who is like that God has called blessed. That it is one who mourns over his over his sin, who hungers and thirsts after righteousness, who longs for the kingdom of God. Um, someone who sees his own sin and yeah. is increasingly broken by it. Not someone who simply strives to sin less, but recognizes and repents of 
the the sinfulness that exists within him yeah. <laughs> and and that that desire to repent of that ultimately does lead to sinning less exactly even if i'm never sin less <laughs> yeah you know yeah i think let's go back to to what i'm going to do in 2019 because it's yeah, all yeah, about yeah, me. yeah yeah totally no <laughs> i think this really it, it helps kind of give um a, a practical tangible uh, expression of, of what we're talking about yeah so in in 2019 my goal of reading these 12 books is a, it, it's a it's quantifiable mm-hmm. um it's measurable but what i need to fight against in 2019 again what i failed to do in 2018 is to make that the end result this area right. if i've read 12 books then i was successful that right. I've grown spiritually. No, 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 no. What I need to do is keep remembering why I'm reading those is my heart, my goal is to see the beauty of the gospel more mm-hmm. and fall in love with Christ more. And that changed me, which would lead to living differently, would lead to, as you're talking about, the fruit of the Spirit being manifested more. It would lead to me being more aware of how God has called me to live on mission. For example, Jonah probably will be one of those 12 books. Yeah. Jonah is a book that smacks us in the face about how we view people. It smacks us in the face about are we living on mission. And so if I'm spending a month in Jonah and I'm and I'm God's doing the work in my heart, I'm going to be more missional. Mm-hmm. So that's the by the end of 2019, if we fast forward and we're doing the same podcast a year from now and you ask me how did your reading go, my answer should not be I read all 12 books. It should be let me tell you about what I saw god do in my life yeah let let me tell you about how i love christ more today than i did those reading fueled that love that that is so good brian thank you for for nailing that so well um you know when i think about what next year looks like for me um it kind of rolls into three broad categories for me so of course reading um so of course um Reading is is part of that. Reading reading scripture. So yeah. for me, Bible um, intake, Bible like Bible intake is huge. It's it is it is the thing that um, along with along with another another element that I'll talk about in a second. It is one of the two key things that changes us at most as people because yes. that's prime. That's how God speaks to us yes. is through His Word. That's how He changes us through which is through His Word. That's how He works. Um, and so if we don't intentionally spend time in the word, we shouldn't expect him to, to really to see him working in and through us. Yeah. And, and I'm not saying that to be condemning. I'm just saying that that's just a fact. Yep. It, it's how God designed it. Absolutely. He wants us in his word. And so we we dare not neglect that. It is so dangerous for us to do that. And so for me, how that what that looks like is, um, I I actually want to. There's actually a really cool um, chronological Bible that's actually downstairs in the in the Lifeway store that I want to check out. But the biggest way that I want to do it is is I want to spend intentional time in the books that we're we're going through at my church. And so we're starting in the new year, we're starting the book of Mark. And so I just want to spend I just want to spend as long as we're in that book 
through our sermon series, I want to spend in spend in it, yeah. and um, not just going through and, and essentially rehashing whatever um, whatever our pastor preaches, but looking through and saying, okay, what are the things that God is saying to me specifically through the text that He may not be saying to the corporate the corporate we on Sunday through the text. Um, so that's that's one of the, those key ways that that I'm doing that. the The other way, one of the others is um, is the is is prayer. And yeah. so most of us, of course. Um, no, I, I doubt many of us would say that we are particularly great at praying. Um, and usually if, although we probably know some people who are actually amazing um, in their prayer lives, but even they would say that they are not. Yeah. Typically, if someone is saying that they're astoundingly good at prayer, that means that there's a different problem. <laughs> but, uh, but, um, but one of the things that I found really helpful, and this actually connects to to time in the word is actually praying through scripture. And so, um, you know, Donald Whitney from Southern, Southern Seminary, he wrote a, a really helpful book called Praying the Bible. And um, it just encourages taking a, a short passage, like say a psalm and preaching through, or and not preaching through, but praying through every verse of the psalm, letting those be your fence yeah. posts and, and praying through those ideas of that, that are in there. And what's, what's beautiful about that is, is it transforms our prayer lives from being solely, like almost solely focused on our, our, our request list, a wish list. So whatever, yeah. whatever it is that we're asking God to, uh, telling God that we need, or we're asking Him to do, and and there's a place and we, for that. And we should be yeah, doing that. Place. To be clear, we should be but doing most that. Of the, most of the time, that's all we do. Absolutely. Instead, what it encourages is it gets us it gets us out of just doing that, and it's and it sometimes makes us just stop and say, God, we love you. Yeah, and that's it. And that's enough. And that's all. And that's all we need to say sometimes. Um, and then, and then the third, the third place actually um, is is with rest. Now, Brian, you know I'm not very good at resting. Nor am I. And um, my wife also knows that I'm really not good at resting. And um, uh, she has she has made the joke that my hobbies uh, frequently turn into jobs <laughs> or jobbies if we if we really want to get uh, if we really want to talk real good. But uh, <laughs> but um, what what I've been trying to do is I've been trying to make sure that I'm spending time intentionally stopping. Yeah. And so, for for uh, and and admitting the fact that I am a finite being who who cannot run indefinitely, um, who cannot um, sustain and you know a, a you know thirteen fourteen hour nonstop workday kind of essentially kind of thing um, who should not work right up until he goes to bed yeah. <laughs> and you know all these all these kinds of things of course. We all know the reality is there's always seasons where where stuff like that happens, but those are supposed to be 
seasons, unusual, unusual normal rhythms, as opposed to it's just your lifestyle yeah. where you're sleeping four hours a night. But um, I do sleep more than four hours a night normally. So there we go. <laughs> Um, just in case anyone is wondering, but um, but those are those are some of the those those key things that we're doing, um, and and in that rest category as well, you know, comes my other reading, which includes um, not which my Bible is a huge piece of that, but um, reading books that are both good for um, spiritual formation, so uh, trustworthy, helpful. Um, gospel saturated writers of past and present um but also um but also books that are that are just fun yeah and healthy and wonderful from that perspective um that allow me to enjoy the creativity that that god has imbued all of his image bearers with um and that um, whether they are explicitly Christian or they are explicitly not, <laughs> um, that there are opportunities to engage with, provided that they do not con- conflict with my conscience. Yeah, yeah. without <laughs> um, a doubt. Absolutely. Um, and then finally is, is um, and this is actually something that I've been particularly challenged by in, in recent weeks, actually, again, at my church. Um, we've been going through the book of Proverbs, um, and um, Proverbs, as you as you know, Brian, is a really hard book to be preaching. Yes, um, in part because it's it's not structured in a way that that um, lends itself easily to a you know a chapter by chapter you know or segment by segment kind of um, preaching style. Um, so more of an uh, expository yeah, style scattered through. Yeah, it. exactly. It's it's thematic, and yeah. so you have to go through and f- and find the connection points, and so it ends up being a little bit more topical from the, from that that perspective. But um, this past uh, this actually this past Sunday, um, one of our pastors he was preaching about friendship from Proverbs. And it was literally the first time I've ever heard a sermon on friendship, um, and it was and it was amazing because what he sh- what he was reminding us all was ultimately that we can uh, we can exist without friendship, but we can't really live to our fullest without friendship. And so the question is is how uh, the the question that 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 I've been wrestling with since is how can I be how can I be a better friend? to yeah. people how can i um how can i pursue their good and and seek out others both who are christians and non-christians as well um and so so that god's kindness can be shown through me to them and so those are the those are the kind of the things that i'm that i'm look that i'm looking at that i'm pursuing that i'm being challenged by as i go into the into this new year that's good stuff yeah so i think you know it kind of to summarize and, and again restate it all, I think we said it several times, but I, I want to kind of leave this hanging near the end. Is is when we're thinking about what 2019 has in store for us, or say that better, what God has in store for us in 2019. Um, I, I really want us to remember to focus on our heart posture, to focus on those internal, harder to measure aspects of what it looks like to be a follower of Christ. And if we win the battle there, if we let God work in our hearts and our, and our minds in those areas, we will see the fruit that he produces. We will see the conduct that he calls on us to live out. Um, 
that's what will sustain us. That's what will keep us going to the gym through January into February and March. That's what will sustain us to read through Genesis and keep going into Leviticus and so forth. That's the key, that right motivation. Absolutely. Uh, so, Brian, thanks for chatting with me yeah, about this today. Yeah, it was a good today. conversation. Yeah. And um, listeners, we hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, uh, please leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Helps more people find the show. And if you've got a question about um, about a topic that you'd like us to address on a future episode, please email us at thegospelproject at lifeway.com. Thanks. Thanks for listening to The Hero of the Story, presented by The Gospel Project, a family of resources revealing how all Scripture gives testimony to Jesus. Learn more at gospelproject.com.